Hello everyone and welcome back to the Entertaining Minds of Complicated People. We are now on episode 5. I'm surprised we have made it this far. But nonetheless we have, which is uh, very good for us. So, on uh, today's show we will be talking about the Avengers game. Uh, the new Among Us update, which is uh, certainly going to be fun. Um, Spider-Man, Miles Morales and much more. Today, I am joined by my co-host, David. Hello. And Harry. Hello. Okay, let's jump right into it. So, the first topic is the Avengers game. So, um, as most people um, that have followed this podcast for a, for a little while now will uh, will know... I bought the Avengers game, and um, I review it as one of the worst games I've ever played. Um, with so many bugs and glitches, I genuinely wouldn't know where to start. Also, the fact that it had a thousand bugs and glitches, which is no joke, um, yeah, basically says it all. But it seems that the game uh, really wasn't liked by uh, anyone. As it has been reported um, by some uh, different outlets, news outlets, um, but this has been reported by Games Radar, and they have reported that Square Enix have lost 48 million US dollars, which is around 36 million pounds um, as an operating loss due to the absolutely terrible state that the Avengers is in. Uh, yeah, it just basically says, um, it, it just says it, it just says it all. And, um, although I don't believe they have specifically blamed it on the Avengers, uh, it has basically been, ass- it's been assumed that it's the, uh, because of the Avengers, because if you do look at the other games that were made, uh, yeah, they're actually, you know, fairly decent. Um, so yeah, honestly, to start this off, not really a surprise, uh, completely saw something like this coming, uh, I didn't think it was going to be such a big loss, um, I honestly thought they would have got more people in on the Avengers hype, and then, uh, I feel like I've been cheated out of a game, um, and yeah, why, why it, uh, wasn't picked up in the beta, like, the beta had bugs and glitches galore, and it was all supposed to be fixed, and yet they still managed to keep a thousand bugs after the beta, which basically said something about either the player base finding glitches too funny, and then paying for the game, and then not finding them so funny. Or the fact that the bugs weren't all there in the beta, and then when they tried to ship it over, um, you know, to the actual game, it just happened to have, you know, a thousand bugs and glitches. Um, so, David... Uh, how do you feel about this uh, this really substantial loss for Square Enix? Um, yeah, this this hit them pretty bad. Um, you know, obviously we we did say in the first I think first episode that this was this is a really bad game. <laughs> um, but we didn't. I don't think I, I don't think any of us expected for forty eight million um, to be lost on it. And you know. Uh, Square Enix is, I think, one point two six. It's worth one point two six billion. 
So it's not it's not a crazy amount of money lost, but it's still you know when you think about money, you know, forty eight million is quite a lot. But to be honest, I think their main flaw was that they just released the game at the worst possible time. You know, um, at this point, nobody was really talking about Avengers. Um, Tony Stark had died. Um, and ca- I think in the game, Captain America was dead. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it just didn't really, um, it wasn't the best time to release a Avengers game. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was, I- I'm pretty sure they, um, they, they did it sort of the beginning of the, um, Fortnite Marvel season. Although I don't think that was really, um. I don't know whether that was intentional to coincide with that, or whether it was just um, whether it was just a coincidence that it both happened to be around the same time. So they did a little bit of a uh, a thing because they um, did give you like free Hulkbuster um, like pickaxes in Fortnite if you played the um, beta. But that's well, like the only Avengers thing I can think of that was going on around that time. Yeah, but the thing is. Fortnite's also fallen off, so I think, I think Fortnite's trying to try to reel it, reel its um popularity back in with a huge double uh, A title like um a triple A sorry triple A title like Avengers, you know, with Square Enix and Sony, but it just didn't work. They just didn't, they just didn't plan it properly. Um. Yeah, it's um. Honestly, it's a shame that um they they botched the uh the game this much because I was genuinely looking forward to uh to playing like a fresh new experience with a new sort of game verse because um I know that I really enjoyed the um that I, I really enjoyed Marvel Spider Man which was obviously a um like set in its own sort of game verse and I like what they did with it. Like they didn't uh they didn't have to stay true to the movies, they could have done whatever they wanted. Which you know, um, Miles Morales uh, is coming out soon, which we will talk about later. Um, but yeah, it's just I expected so much from this game. Like when you have the Avengers on there, like you you are expecting there to be this. Like the Avengers is like one of the sort of biggest movies in the world. I mean, Avengers Endgame is the highest grossing uh, movie of all time. So when you stick Avengers on a game, you can't have a like a half, uh, like you know, like a half finished product. Yeah, you, you exactly. have to have a full AAA worthy product. I mean, I'm sure Harry might agree with this as well. Like it's uh, it when when you um deal with the Marvel fan base, like you better get it right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like Harry, what do you think of this? Uh. The loss, incredibly high. They they definitely just screwed up on making it. Like, like the amount of bugs that it had, yeah, no. It's it's not worthy of the Avengers name. No. Calling it the Revengers, and I'd probably buy it because it, yeah, it would be the stupid off-brand that, that would be funny. And it would probably do better than calling it just, like, Avengers. It would probably do better if it was not called Avengers. But yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, it's just yeah, I'm I'm just disappointed. Like I I'm just looking in the uh corner of the room where it's just sat there staring menacingly at the uh the computer screen, wondering where did it go wrong? And I'll tell you where it went wrong. Being born. It should never have happened, it should never have happened. Just why? Give it to Sony. Sony make Sony make good games. That's all I'm saying. Like Insomniac, the Insomniac make good games as well. Like you know, Ratchet and Clank. They do. <laughs> yeah, Ratchet. Yeah, exactly. Spider-Man. Ratchet and Clank. Spider-Man. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm just name dropping. Hopefully, hopefully we don't get a. Yeah, hopefully we don't get an Avengers, um, problem with the Spider Spider-Man Miles Morales. If you know what I mean, just super yeah. hyped up. And as soon as it drops, terrible. Yeah, and that does bring us on to uh onto that topic then. Uh so so um Spider-Man Miles Morales is launching very, very soon as of uh time of recording. By the time this uh this podcast comes out, it would have released. And uh yeah, I've seen the uh I've seen the uh launch trailer that, um on the PlayStation uh, YouTube. Looks absolutely amazing. Uh, honestly, I, I I couldn't ask for for a better looking sequel uh, to one of the the best games of the uh, console generation. Like certainly, uh, just just wow. And with an eighty four percent on Metacritic, um, yeah, with eighty four on Metacritic, it's uh, I I genuinely believe that this has the potential to be a good game. I haven't seen a new game. Um, being like reviewed this well in a long time, like um digitally downloaded, giving it a flat out one hundred um score, and yeah, and the average score seems to be around um eighty ninety. So it just looks so so cool. I mean, obviously, uh, David has seen this trailer, and uh, yeah, what are your opinions on it? Um, one thing that I liked about the game, or from what I watched from the trailer, is, um, I, I'm allowed to play as Prowler, which was, it's what, it's what it looks like, um, because I think there was, I think there may have been, I might be glitching here, there may have been some gameplay footage of Prowler, and if that's the case, then that is going to be so, mm, very nice, because, Prowler, in the movie um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, he was obviously a bad guy. Oh no, no good. But he's actually like he's actually so cool. Like his suit in the video game, his like if you saw there was this one bit in the in the trailer in the launch trailer where it shows the 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 talons. I don't know what the the talons on his uh, like um, claws from his suit. And it looks so sick. It looks so good. So I can't. I cannot wait uh, to play that game. Um, but the only issue is you have to have a PlayStation Five, and I currently have a PlayStation Four. And in the future, I probably won't have PlayStation Five. Saying that, um, I do actually believe they are releasing it on PS4. Um. So yeah, they are. One thing I have to admit, Sony did uh, lead us, uh, mislead us a little bit. So they made it sound like a lot of these games were coming out for just PS5. But um, it turns out that um, 
they a lot of the stuff was hyped for PS5, but they will actually be released on PS4. Some of them, anyway. As I'm pretty sure there's other games like Deathloop, which is just PS5 and a PS5 time exclusive. But, um, yeah, Spider-Man Miles Morales uh, comes out, I believe, on 17th on the... Uh, on the top games, uh, top PS4 games of all time. Uh, which is obviously, like, really good. And, uh, yeah, it's just it's just good to see, like, a, a new game uh, performing so well. And for an exclusive as well. Um, which def... Excuse me. Which uh, definitely, you know, just... Yeah, like... I, I am proud of Sony and their exclusives because you get what you are uh, like you, you really get what you pay for. You are uh, you you buy like a good game and you expect a good game and you get a good game. Like Ghost of Tsushima, you got Spider Man, you've got um Last of Us. Like they have all uh, like Last of Us Part Two obviously like is released not long ago and then you've got um Spider Man which released at the beginning of the generation. But all of these games and Ghost of Tsushima, like, released maybe a couple months back now, all absolutely amazing. And they're all Sony exclusives. And we can really sort of expect Sony to do these um, really, like, high-quality exclusives. Um, and I just hope that uh, they don't let us down in the future. Because yeah, they really it's... set the bar high. It's really refreshing to see a video game that's not a battle royale um, get to the like top uh, video games of the year because I think for the past three years, number one video game has been Fortnite. Uh, it's just it's refreshing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, uh, how do you feel, Harry? Like, have you seen the trailer for Miles Morales? Um. Yeah, I've seen it, and I, I'm it. There's no other word other than hyped, is what I can say. Anything else? I hope it's going to be a good game. Um, yeah, it's, it's funny, um, David, that you mentioned Fortnite, because um, looking at the meta score is uh, 78 on Metacritic, but the user score is 3.7, uh, with 185 uh, negative reviews. Um, yeah. Someone calling it a rip-off PUBG. Um, a truly downgrade from PUBG. Absolute worst game ever. 2017. A review that was written in 2019. Hmm. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah, I think you're reacting to uh, comments made when the game first came out. It's like it's an absolute worst game, 2017. And then, like, <laughs> the, 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 it says here, June 4th, 2019. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. That sounds it, like a diary entry. June 4th, 2019. I was sitting on my bed, and I was playing Fortnite. I wanted to kill myself. Not being funny. Someone here claiming that all the reviews are paid. Because, you know, obviously, Fortnite being one of the, uh, one of the best games of, like, 2017, uh, obviously, you know, making all the money that it did. Obviously, people are paid to play this game. They've obviously paid, like, one of the biggest fan bases in the world to play this game. 
Jeez, man. Some people. Well, to be fair, some YouTubers were sponsored. Yeah, I mean, they have a good support creator. Yeah, support creator program, which I have to say is uh, quite good. But, uh, yeah. So, on to um, the new Among Us update. Uh, So, what do you think about the uh, Among Us update, then? Obviously, they have added uh, colorblind support. Uh, which is, you know, very handy, something that I'm surprised took them two years to add, although um, I believe they did say that they uh, they were trying their hardest to add it in. And, uh, yeah. And all the little hats as well you can see in the uh, voting voting screen. Yeah, I love it. Uh, so, Harry, what do you think of the uh, new Among Us update? Um, I think brilliant. It's just all great. Before the game was, it was it was a great game before. Now it's even better because there's accessibility for for colorblind people, and there's other things that like that add on to like like you've ad- you've put something on in the, like before the before it starts, and then you get to see it in the voting part as well. I think you. The new stuff they've added. I mean, obviously, if you played in beta, you already know a lot of the stuff that was um was going to be added. But yeah, it's honestly, I I just love the uh the nice fresh update. I mean, they announced a small roadmap where they said they're going to have a Henry Stickman uh map, and apparently the um Among Us co-founder as well um confirmed on Twitter that they will soon be supporting twelve to fifteen player servers. Ooh. Interesting. That would be very nice, actually. I'm getting quite bored of ten-player servers. Yeah, yeah. It'd be nice to play with three imposters because you know three imposters yeah. in ten-player lobby is basically like you know y- you're asking for it. Yeah, it's basically like, instant win. Triple kill on yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Especially if you play on Mirror, like Mirror HQ. If you're playing triple uh, three imposters on Mirror HQ, that's just chaos. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's just it's definitely uh, definitely um, something that they need to work towards. I I have to say, and I'm glad that they um that they want to support this. Um, the thing is though, I'm not sure when it's going to be added, but the account system that they said they're working on, I'm not sure if that's going to come out with the um map update. I'm really excited for that. I I actually really am. I I don't want to jump into public games anymore. It's so boring. Yeah, the um the the account uh thing will definitely be um be useful. I mean, uh, I I was playing the Among Us game uh the other day, and like just people in the lobby, they just weren't being uh they weren't playing. They just weren't playing the game properly. Like I'm all up for memeing, and I'm all up for like having a little bit of fun. But when you start going accusing someone of something that clearly never happened with absolutely no evidence and then having three of your friends try back it up is not fun. Then if you leave out of that server, you just just don't. Just please, please, please. Something I wish they add is um, a banning system, if you get what I mean. So, there's this thing. 
where in public games, if someone doesn't get imposter, they instantly leave. Yeah. I think you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. What I would want to see is if they leave before the game even starts, they should be banned instantly for like maybe three games. Yeah. You know um, what I mean? Okay. I think it, it'd be really hard to do that in Among Us because as annoying as it is that people leave out when they're imposter, um, one thing I think is important to note is that some people do genuinely disconnect. And obviously if you're on mobile, like, it, you can't have it so there's no penalty for people that just disconnect because they'll just turn off their Wi-Fi and then load it back up again. And, yeah. And also, I think if you leave out, like, um, in the lobby, like, when you're in the in the beginning, then it's fine. But, yeah, as soon as the game starts, if you leave out, just, yeah, you should have some sort of penalty for leaving out. Or, um... Yeah, I think it should be based on your network or something. So if um, if they measure your ping and they notice that you've got an incredibly high ping or something and you're going to lag out or um, or all that, then you shouldn't get a ban. But if they obviously know that you're going to you're gonna lag out, you're lagging out on purpose, or if um, you just leave out, then yeah, you should, you should be banned. You, yeah, you should yeah. Be banned. Uh, yeah, just... It's something that I think would be really, uh, really good for them to add. Not gonna lie. Um, yeah. Just, yeah, good. So, on to our next topic. <coughs> I am muted before I finish coughing. Um,. Take two. Very big gaming company. Very, very big gaming company. A company that we all know and love. Are to buy British gaming firm Codemasters. So these uh, Codemasters are a British gaming company who... Um, who have made several uh, video games over the last couple of years, uh, most notably Dirt 5. And uh, they've confirmed plans uh, that they're going to sell themselves to take two. Um, and so, yeah, it's based, based in Warwickshire, which is, um, you know, it's nice to see that sort of um, start off for the local company, I guess. And then, um, yeah, over the years, they uh they've obviously built up a reputation. They started uh doing some good games again, Dirt Five, and then uh yeah, they're best known for their racing games, including the Dirt Rally series and Formula One licenses. Uh this um so this has been reported on by the BBC, and uh, they have said that Take Two have offered them a deal that values Codemasters. At seven hundred and thirty-nine million pounds. Ooh. And huh. uh, in US dollars, that is roughly around nine hundred and seventy-three million. Yeah, it's a lot of money. That's okay. And uh, yeah. So, um, Harry, what do you think about this? Uh, mm. This, um, you know, transaction. 
the the amount of money for that they that Cody's have pulled for is that's probably a really good offer. All I hope is they don't that that Take Two don't screw up what Cody's have done for the past however many years with their games. Like they don't try and control how they how they make it or anything like that. Because once they start doing that, it's going to go downhill. Yeah. I mean, these people, as I said earlier, are the one that make um, the Formula 1 games, which I'm pretty sure you've recently just bought one, haven't you? Yes, actually. Downloading it right now. <laughs> so yeah, like, there you go. He's an addict. Yeah, he loves his Formula 1. I've been playing it for near a decade, if I'm being and... honest. If you play it for nearly a decade, then you've played all the Codemaster Formula One games as they took over the license in 2010 and as of 2020 currently yeah. maintain the rights. I mean, like, do you, what do you think about like, the Formula One games? Are they, like, really sort of good or. Oh, um, the, the games are really good. There are certain tracks that they haven't gotten perfect but they're starting to bring in like lidar data on tracks basically lidar is pretty much if there's like 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 five centimeters dip in in the tarmac it will pick that up and add that put that into the game as well itself it wouldn't just be just a flat surface with a little bit of change it'll just be pinpoint accurate the most real you could get for the at the minute. So they are starting to bring in like very real things at this point. So realism, though. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, so what you said you played for ten years, right? Pretty much, yeah. Um, so how many games have they F one games have they released in those ten years? One every year. Every, yeah, every year. Because there'll be driver transfers, different teams might come and go and stuff like that. So it's basically the FIFA of um, F1 industry, right? Yeah, but much better with no loot boxes. So better in every way, if I'm being honest. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's what I I thought. I thought it would be basically just um, FIFA, but with cars. Yeah, at least they strive to make a good game. Yeah. Well, obviously, it's a... um, Small company, right? Well, not mm. small, obviously, but you know, homegrown. Has everything games though? Like they, they, um, yeah, they seem yeah, to the, uh, uh... seem to go uh, with like Dirt Five again and uh, Formula One. They seem to just specialize in racing games. I don't know, but um, yeah, Codemasters uh, might be sold to uh, Take Two, which owns UK and <laughs> Rockstar. Yeah. Hopefully they don't do any ads in their games. Oh, yeah, please. Right, don't. that is one thing that worries me. Um, if uh, Codemasters do get bought out by uh, Take Two, because obviously Two K recently been in trouble for adding their uh, adding ads into their sports games. So if they did have Formula One, then they could potentially potentially add mm, yeah. adverts in there and that's not <sighs> something that we want to have 
happen in such a well-established franchise. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, but go on then, Harry, go on then. Um, so, technically there are ads already, because in the track design there are, like, you'll have, like, like there'll be, like, a brand that's, that normally is out will appear there as well. So there is an advertising in there, but it's part of the actual design. So like, yeah, but that's that's to mock the um, actual race uh, arena. Yeah, but arena. there's... Yeah. Yeah, but like... Yeah, it's, I'm, it's forced. Yeah, they've got uh, that is, in 2K as yeah. well. Yeah, there's... Mm. um, With, like, you'll go... Like, when you... When there's, like, you go to the pits, it'll say, like, lap to lap, and then there'll be, like... They'll have a brand there, which, which does correspond, because... In real life, they do have the same thing there as well. So it's pretty much how as real as you can get. Yeah, with, but they don't have like ads in the loading screens, do they? No, they don't have ads in the yeah, loading well, screens. That's yeah. So that was that was the issue with two K. So hopefully, okay, you yeah. don't do that. Hopefully not. Yeah, two uh, K. Uh, well, take two. Who own 2K and Rockstar Games are going to buy out Codemasters. Very, uh, very interesting. I have to admit, considering the uh, the climate right now. So, moving on. So this is um, a very interesting, uh, interesting article. And um, a sage paper, so the uh, the scientific advisory committee, uh, yeah, the scientific advisory group for emergencies, SAGE, have uh, warned that compliance with COVID-19 restrictions is substantially lower and declining among people aged 18 to 29 compared to older age groups due to lack of trust in government. To combat this, the paper recommends young people who have to isolate or to stay at home should be given good financial and other support. Example, free mobile phone data, streaming, and of course, gaming. So um, this is as reported on by Eurogamer. And uh, yeah, it's quite crazy. Um, honestly, yeah, yeah I, I just don't understand it. It's stupid, quite frankly, I think, giving people free video games to stay indoors. Because I'm pretty sure, you know, I just, I just don't understand it. If people got free video games to stay indoors, in this current climate, they probably wouldn't play them, they'd probably sell them. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just... Well, actually, they probably wouldn't sell them. Why would they sell them if you can get them for free if you stay at home? You know what I mean? Yeah. Then you can sell and them also, what do they what, yeah. what do they want to do with year 11s? <laughs> I mean... Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just... It is, quite frankly, utterly bizarre and stupid. Um, so I think this piece is really uh, specific to uh, Britain. But, oh my god. You can't expect the government 
to pay for free video games. They've like, got enough on their plate. Buy. Yeah. Like, the last thing they need to worry about is getting... Yeah. The last thing they need to worry about is getting some kid from Chin Up FIFA 21, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'd, I'd rather have, like... I would rather have all that money go towards, like, PPE for the NHS as opposed to buying video games for kids. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, there's so much that that the money could be better spent on. And yet, the scientific advisory group have basically just said, do you know what? Screw this. <laughs> Give them free video games. Like, Screw the people who are who need need it the most. Give give, give video games to the people who, the young ones, that that'll do. But and it, a bit more money for NHS workers. Well, a lot more. They deserve a lot more than what they get. And this isn't a paper. Like this is uh, official paper. This is one of the six recommendations. This is one of six recommendations. Like, if this is one of their recommendations, I can't imagine what the other five are. It's silly. It's just... It's, yeah. It's just dumb. It's just... It is completely, totally, and utterly bizarre. And apparently, the reason why they want to do this is because people have a lack of trust in the government. But... And... It's just... Trust in the government. Just doing this makes me distrust a, a little bit more, because yeah, God, if these people, I'm gonna have to cut a bit of this out. If these people are being paid, these people are getting paid to do jobs like this, and they they're advising that people just. But yeah, it's just a bad call. Michael, not yeah. the one, G. Just give the money to the people who need it. Not video games to us. We don't care. We've got enough. We can. We've got enough video games. Give it to the people who you need it. In the filters and all that, they need to be. They need to be brought back in. That they're not ascent. Their class is non-essential. Non-essential things. So. Next, we have uh, some more news, and yes, it has something to do with Fortnite. Uh, uh. For those people that can't see, David is having a little bit of a moment. I'm gonna die. So, Why are they still relevant? As a Disney have done it again with their partnerships, and as there is a Marvel season in Fortnite, they have uh, extended their um, their grasp. They, they've they've tightened their grip, as now you get a two month Disney Plus subscription for free with any purchase in Fortnite. This does not include Reebok purchases. This only includes real life physical cash purchases so yeah. basically you're saying um any uh bundles bought or any v bucks bought will give you a two month oh, that is... yeah 
give you two months uh, free Disney Plus subscription. Um, uh, so if anyone that does play Fortnite uh, and is willing to pay £7 for some V-Bucks to get two months free Disney Plus, I definitely recommend I mean, it. I, 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 That's I do it because I want Disney Plus. I've been wanting it for months. I'd hate myself that I'd be playing Fortnite again, but oh, Disney Plus. Well, you don't need to play Fortnite to, to no. you know. Yeah, but having it pay. installed on my on my Xbox, like I have much to have two months of that. How? I mean, Marcus, you wouldn't know the um, the price of a um, Disney Plus uh, subscription, would you? Off the top of my head, but um. I personally do actually pay for well, not personally, my parents, but um, I do have Disney Plus, um, and it is honestly, I I can understand like Disney Plus, I I just couldn't understand it, but um, yeah, once I got it, I I suddenly I realized what it was all about, and yeah, so in the UK, uh, Disney Plus is five ninety nine a month, so that's just under the cost of. Uh, some like V Bucks, like V Bucks cost like seven ninety nine uh, in the UK, cheapest. Um, and there's, no, yeah, I'm sure wrong. there's one of those small bundle that gives you. Uh, yeah, no, a th- yeah, there's it's a like th- for a thousand V Bucks. It's a what a pound seventy nine. Pound seventy nine. A thousand V Bucks, a pound seventy nine. This, where's this? Yeah. So you're essentially getting two months for a pound seventy nine, where you'd actually I mean, have to spend five ninety nine for a month. I'm ninety percent I mean, sure that's correct. Ninety nine point nine percent sure. I mean, because the last time it, I was on if, Fortnite, if it is, if it isn't, I'm pretty sure there is a there's a like four ish quid, maybe that gives you skin and some bucks yeah. and something. So but even then, just that's still that's very good. In terms of just the amount of money you save. Just like double checking this. It does look like they've actually um Yeah, it looks like they've like brought down the uh prices, I don't know. Um, Marcus, is this is this repeatable? What repeatable? Are you able to, like, once it's up, like, do, do that again, buy something else, get another no. two months? No. Oh. You, you know, you, you, it's a, a one-off thing, but um, oh. unfortunately, in some countries, uh, you can only get one month uh, Disney Plus subscription uh, due to your laws. But uh, yeah, in most countries, you can, uh, you can get two months free Disney Plus. Um, hmm. So yeah, it's honestly it's pretty pretty cool. Disney uh, sold out. Disney sold out. They don't. They don't. think it's epic that sold that's, out, the, that's the honest truth. I think it's epic yeah. that sold out. Not not Disney. Mm. Disney don't need to. Yeah, Disney don't yeah. Need, need epic. Epic, epic need Disney. Yeah. God, that game has gone down the gutter. Jesus. I I have to admit, I used to love playing that game, and like season five, I stopped playing season five. Um, 
yeah, some of the best years of my life wasted. It feels. Uh, I mean, I enjoyed. I enjoyed season five. I enjoyed season six, seven, and uh, looking back on it now, even though I thought at the time season eight was a horrible season, season eight was just so good. And then mm, season eight was season... probably the best one after season six. Out of all of them, after season six, season eight was the best one there. And season nine nice. was was pretty cool, um, but then it started to go into the whole sort of uh, rift zone territory. It's, it started to feel like they were gonna obviously do that, and then obviously season ten comes around, and that is when like the whole rift zone thing started. Then Marcus, chapter one. I, I don't think it's season ten. It's season mech. It was season eight? I'm pretty sure season ten were where the mechs were. Season eight was the max. Wait, no. No, no. Season eight, I think, were cannons and and something else. Baller. And the hoverboard as well. Was was that the year? Was that the season? Yeah, no, he's correct. Season ten was uh, hoverboard. Was season seven, which I believe was the ice one. Was the uh, with the ice? Yeah, season ten was season ten was the mech. I, and I and I guarantee it was because that was the that was the one I hated yeah. the most. Yeah, season ten was the I one with the wind tunnels. Season ten, I, yes, sorry, I hated season. I'm pretty sure season nine had wind tunnels too. I'm it's pretty sure. Like, chapter one was like the best years of Fortnite, and then when they moved it oh, to a new map, yeah. um, and then later to a new engine, it just it they weren't too realistic. They are not not the same. It's not the same. Um, but yeah, we, are uh, like, the thing is, it used to have such a cartoony vibe, and it used to just be, like, genuine cartoon fun, and then suddenly they just, looks like they tried to go too realistic with an update, um, and it just kind of lost that childlike feel to it, and it just suddenly became a game full of sweats who would build, like, a 50-foot tower above you every time they, every time they thought they saw someone. Like, seriously, it's only a bush, and then they just, like, build a tower. It should easily get shot down, but obviously, you know, competitive scene need counters. So, uh, yeah, you Marcus. know. Season... Anyone who played Season 2 will know you never want to underestimate a bush. Never underestimate. You never know. As someone who played in that Season, season 2, oh, God, don't... Don't think it's just a bush. Always. There might be a person. When 3 first came out, like, it was such good fun. Like, everyone loved, um... Everyone loved it. I Even I loved it. I thought it was absolutely, like, sort of great fun. Um, then it started to get a little bit boring. And now it just feels like even creative is being left in the dust because... The updates that they're getting just keep messing with the maps you've already made. Like, they keep... Like, the, the creative just doesn't work. Like, you have a whole, um... You think it's going to be good. You think it'll be, um... You think you're going to have a good time. And then... Just... Yeah. You build something, and then they update it. The update screws with something in your build, so you try fix that. Then they update it again, which screws something else over, and it's just how it worked. 
and yeah eventually like they haven't even added boats i don't think to creative which have been in since season one i believe so didn't do Yeah, yeah, season one chapter. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't really play much Fortnite. I haven't played Fortnite since maybe season eight, so I'm just going to let you guys talk about this one. Yeah. It's, I, I uh, played on and off a little bit here and there I, in chapter I mean, two, I, but that was it. I played chapter two, season four, um, and I honestly started to get back into the game. I um, Genuinely, I started getting back into the game. I started having some good fun. Um, I genuinely thought, like, oh my god, they're actually trying to do something, but no, it got boring. They uh, stopped. Yeah, it just, just didn't feel the same. And it's not just Battle Royale that I feel this uh, this way. Uh, it's also Save the World, which has been neglected, ignored, no updates. Where is save the world item shop that works with battle royale they promised it to us we never got it they said that they would update and they said they would oh look you get lockers you can use battle royale skins and save the world and now they've already said that they're going to stop supporting battle royale skins and save the world and that's like less than a year later so uh yeah just uh message to epic games i paid for the early access for save the world and you have basically ripped me off given me a half finished game with people that run your reddit going onto discord and claiming that you never promised a twine peak storyline when there are multiple occasions of you promising a, pl- a twine peak a twine peak storyline and we still haven't got that yet. I will play Save the World again. When it gets updates. When you stop giving us hit the road. And when you start giving us real rewards. That actually have an impact on the game. Because quite frankly. Nothing. That you have added so far. Is worth my while. Nothing. Add whatever you have promised you are going to add. Then start thinking about, you know, actually doing updates for Battle Royale. Because this is the original Fortnite. Without Save the World, Battle Royale wouldn't have existed. Get your together, Epic. I had to get that out of the way. So, um... So, our next topic is Scavengers. It's a game that looks like it's coming out soon. Um, I honestly don't know the uh, the exact date for its release. Um, I believe that it has been... It is going to come out in early access. Or is already in early access. I, uh, I genuinely don't know. But... Um, yeah, it, it it's an interesting concept. It looks like, and yes, I'm going to use the dreaded word, Battle Royale. But... Trigger word. Yeah, 
it's a it's a game that it's a it's a word that uh, seems to be overused these days but um it is a pvp uh pvp game and if anyone has ever played um tomb raider and if you've played like the survival mode in tomb raider where you have to keep going to the fire to keep warm and killing the animals to to get food that's basically what this is but a pvp battle royale like is gone it's yeah it's basically like um uh darwin project which came out uh, i think early 2019 late 2019 maybe um and it's darwin project was basically a battle royale in which uh, as as the circle kept closing it would get colder and colder and you'd have to make your own campfires um you don't have to um you know, make sure that you keep warm so you don't die. Um, and that looks like what Scavengers is, um, but instead it's um, sort of like a capture of the flag kind of thing, where you going to these, you're going to these campsites, and whilst you're going there, you need to make sure you kept warm and that you're hunting and eating the animals so that you have enough stamina. Um, and when you get there, you will be your challenge basically like six other people uh three other teams um and try and just i think steal these cards and when you steal all the cards and get to the end circle and everyone's dead you win has a cool concept looks cool uh i like the i like the dodge concept it looks uh really nice i've never seen a game battle royale game with a dodge uh, mechanic I'm uh, really excited to play it. Um, what about Harry? Have you seen this yet? No, not really. But probably will have a look into it. Nice, nice. Well, yeah, I definitely should. And um, probably when it comes out, uh, we'll uh, we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll review it. Um, yeah, we'll do a spell break. That's That's the scientific term now. Do a spell break. That's whenever whenever there's a new game that we can play all together uh, and then we'll review it the week after, that's what we'll call it. We'll do a spell break. Back to you, Marcus. Yeah, j- just for reference, I had hand sanitizer on my hands and I just... Uh... Yeah, it didn't taste nice. Uh... So... As the console generation comes to an end, we are all really excited, yet really sad, to leave the previous console generation behind. And because of this, we're going to talk about some of our favourite games from the past console generation. So I'm going to start off with Harry. Harry, what is your favourite uh, game from the console generation? Why and yeah. There's a lot to pick. There's a lot to pick from. <laughs> like a month, and I'd have somewhat given an answer. Don't have a month. Yes, I know. You have 30 seconds. So it's, it's going to be rushed. 
20. Uh, yeah, so... 10. Hmm, I would probably say... 5. F1 2019. It's... F1 game. Unexpected. Yeah, it... It... Like, lot of joy when I first got it. I still have the same amount of joy when I play it now. It has enough content to last you... Yeah, maybe even two. Pushing it. And it... Just is fun. Really? Yes, actually. So, David, what is your favourite game from the previous console generation? That's difficult. That is really difficult to say. Um, personally, I would say either Uncharted 2, although that came out, okay, well, <laughs> that came out 2009. Um, I very fond memories of playing that game. Love that game. Just some of the best chase scenes in video game history. Uh, okay, well, that's traumatizing. Um, and I just I remember playing it when I was like when I was four. When I was four, genuinely, I played played that game since I was four. Played every single one, and I just really enjoyed it. Loved the game. Um, but. Close, it comes close with that and Uncharted Four. I've I've got a special place in my heart for the Uncharted games. Um, you know, they I was introduced to gaming through them. Um, but also, alternatively, probably Watch Dogs Two. That was a great, really good game. Love that game. Uh, Marcus is a green. It looks like. Not that I'm allowed to reference because I will be beheaded if I do. Yeah, it's uh, uh, honestly yeah. Watch Dogs Two, one of my one of my favorites as well. Yeah, it's just such a fantastic game, um, and it's not. It's just. It's like sort of. It's one of those games where you don't even need to really play the story mode. You know, when you're sad, you can just drive around San Francisco, blowing music, vibing out. You know, having chills. It's really cool, really good game. But you know, favorite game, Uncharted 2, definitely. I mean, like it, the console generations, like they've all given us some uh, some really good games. I mean, obviously, um, like if we go back a bit further, um, there's obviously Modern Warfare One, uh, Modern yeah, Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Four, Modern Warfare, um, and I, I just I, I fell in love with those sort of games. Um, also, Modern Warfare 2, uh, again, brilliant game. Obviously had a PS4 remaster. Um, really, thoroughly enjoyed playing through those again. But, uh, yeah, honestly, um, my favourite game of the previous generation... <coughs> can help that. What the hell, man? Yeah, I'll let the team down. Um... My favourite game of the last console generation has to be Ghost of Tsushima. 
Um, and it's just that I love these these kinds of games. I mean, it's the combat is just so it it's just so fluid. Like the amount of combinations that you can do and the amount of combinations you need to learn, it's like it's almost as if it's Mortal Kombat. It's almost like Mortal Kombat got put into a into a game, like into a open world game. Like just there's so many com like combos you can use and can discover, and it all do something really unique. And you just create your own like style. And it it's beautiful. Like the whole the whole game is just like truly beautiful. Like the animations, the landscape, it's just so it's just amazing. Like the NPCs you when you interact with them they actually feel like they're they're, they're supposed to be there. They haven't just been put there because they need an NPC. They feel as if they they feel so natural in the world, and honestly, as the as the generations have gone on, we've got bigger open world games, and it's certainly one of the biggest I've seen um, next to Ghost Recon Wildlands. Um, yeah, just a beautiful, beautiful game. Uh, yeah, highly I really recommend have to agree. it. Ghost of Tsushima, and I love the. Um the wind uh, mechanic where you basically find where yeah. you're going through the wind it's really nice yeah it's um it, i i think how they choose some like yeah they they just basically show everything that that they wanted to about japan and it just it's so beautiful and the story behind it like it's it's a conflicting like it's a story of eternal conflict like um he has he's conflicted inside and as a samurai and he doesn't know what to do and he doesn't know whether he needs to kill them honorable honorably or whether he should resort to other tactics to win back Win back his um the island's freedom. Uncle and it, yeah, it's just a it's a beautifully scripted, beautifully drawn, beautiful everything about it is just amazing. Like I, I could go on all day about how amazing it is and probably still say the same words without actually getting anywhere. Just amazing, 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 amazing. So beautiful, amazing, amazing, yeah. amazing. And breathtaking. Yeah, I'd have to. I'd have to say as well, um, other games that do go on like my top list of uh, games like Good Recon Wildlands again, amazing game. Uh, replaying that uh, Ghost Mode, still haven't died in permadeath. Really surprised. Uh, someone on my team. Oh, you're on. Yeah, someone on my team died because they decided to go down a mountain on a motorbike. And then they got thrown off the motorbike, and then we couldn't Idiot. get to them in time. <laughs> yeah, so what's worst supposed to die in permadeath. Like on your own accord. I'd rather die to an enemy than die to myself in Permada. Yeah, and obviously there's other multiplayer games like Rainbow Six Siege. 
and uh yeah just <laughs> some truly truly amazing games that brings us to the end of this episode um it has been great fun and um i've certainly enjoyed this um so quick heads up we are thinking about doing a spotify exclusive episode in the future um and there's all sorts of reasons why it has to be spotify uh, spotify exclusive and i do apologize to anyone that um that listens on to other on other platforms but um if you can when that does come out if that does come out uh we should definitely go check out uh, check it out over on spotify um more details will be announced through our official feeds um speaking of we have we now have an official twitter and instagram account and you we can be found at minds of people pc um we also have an official subreddit discord server and we have an announcement uh page for all announcements regarding our uh podcast and anything in between um you can also go find the links to that over on twitter and discord um yeah so uh and you can also find um our personal channels over on the uh on the official twitter and instagram where we will uh, be posting some behind the scenes um and other sort of stuff relating to the podcast 